0: You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 196. If you're auditioning for your school show, college, or high school, here's how to deal with cast list anxiety. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? My name is Maggie Barra. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, where I take you behind the scenes of the theater industry. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com podcast. You can also follow me for more on social media at Actor Aesthetic or my personal account at Maggie Barra. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get on to the show. Oh, I know this is going to be a good one because I know for a fact that many of you are in the process of auditioning for your high school or college musicals or plays right now. And if not now, then very soon, especially for those of you who have a spring musical coming up. And I think what's so exciting and also terribly nerve wracking about auditioning for your school show is that we take a lot of pride in our school shows. We We are very proud to be performing in our school's musical, our school's play. If you're in high school or college, it doesn't matter. But chances are you will have spent a lot of time with the same people all four years of your high school or college career. So you may be auditioning for the same roles against people all four years. And in the real world, you may be auditioning for the same roles with the same people over and over again. In fact, that happens all the time. I'll go to an audition and I'll see the same faces over and over again because we're both right for the same roles or we sound similar, we look similar. But here's the difference. In the professional world, you can be auditioning with tens of hundreds of thousands of people for the same role. And in high school and college, you might only be auditioning against 10, 20, 30, if that. So because the pool is much smaller in high school and college, there are a lot more feelings involved. Auditioning for your school musical, whether in high school or college, is not for the week. But with a strong work ethic, a positive mindset, and especially mentors that can guide you, You will, I promise, get through the process just fine. So if you have an audition coming up or if you're in the thick of it right now waiting for that cast list, this is a great episode to listen to from preparation for the auditions itself to what to do now that you've already gotten the audition over with and you're dealing with what's next and what's to come. We'll talk about mentors later in the episode, but if you're looking for someone to help you out with these auditions, please feel free to email me at maggie at actoresthetic.com or shoot me a DM at actor aesthetic. I have helped hundreds of people prepare for their auditions, and I have a team of folks who would love to help you as well. So feel free to reach out, and we'll talk about options for you. So let's start with the preparation stage, preparing for a successful audition. So you found out what the school musical is going to be. Maybe you know it. Maybe you have no idea. You've never heard of it before. That happens a lot, and that's okay. But if you want to start building your solid work ethic, if you're planning on doing this professionally, now's a great time to start and see what works for you. Preparation is key to success in musical theater auditions. So you want to begin your preparation as well in advance as you can, allowing time to pick your song and monologue if you're allowed to. Sometimes schools will pick the song that you have to do themselves You also wanna make sure you have some coaching if you're able to access that, and of course, rehearse your audition. The more time that you invest in honing your skills and honing your audition, the more confident you will feel stepping into the audition room. So if you're someone who deals with nerves or audition anxiety, the best piece of advice I could give you is to practice, practice, practice. Practice your audition in the bathroom, in the living room, in the kitchen, in front of your mom and dad, in front of your siblings, in front of your aunts and uncles, in front of your teachers, your coaches, your mentors. You can do it outside. You can do it walking. You can do it in the garage. But the more you can practice, the more that you can get up, stand up, and actually perform your audition, whether it's in front of someone or in a different space than what you're used to, the better you're going to feel, I promise you. So when it comes to selecting the right material, what does that mean? Well, the choosing of the right material is probably the most important aspect about the audition itself. Because if you, if you select a song or a monologue that is just well out of your range, it doesn't showcase you well, your vocal skills, your acting range, and it doesn't align with the character you're interested in, it just sets you up for failure. So if you have the chance to pick your own music, you really wanna make sure that the material suits your voice and your style, and that you can sing it on a good day or a bad day. Meaning, if you're sick, if you're feeling a little bit unwell, you can still deliver the song to the best of your ability. You don't ever really want to pick a song that's really out of your reach vocally or stylistically, because again, it's just not going to feel appropriate for the audition. That is something that you should choose to work with, with your coach or mentor until you both feel confident enough to bring it into an audition room. But it's not something that you should pick and just hope for the best in the audition. Now, when it comes to high school auditions, choosing the right material that might not necessarily align with the style of the show, you can get away with that a little bit more. There's a little bit more leniency because you're younger and you're still finding out what exactly musical theater is, what's the history behind it, and who are these composers and lyricists that are actually writing these musicals. But as you get more advanced, you want to lean towards not only choosing material that showcases you well, but something that also aligns with the character, their wants, their needs, feels like the character could sing that song, even if it's not from the same show or musical but also you wanna be picking material that aligns stylistically with the show. If you're auditioning for a contemporary musical theater show, it's not in your best interest to sing something that's more traditional unless you're delivering it in a more contemporary way. The opposite goes for if you're auditioning for a show like Oklahoma, you don't necessarily want to walk in with an audition song from Mean Girls because the styles are going to clash. And you're not going to represent yourself in the same way that you could if you walked in with another song from Rodgers and Hammerstein's catalog. Again, working with a coach who has been there and done that and knows what to expect when it comes to auditions, it's going to help you so much, and it's going to take a lot of the pressure off of your own choosing. And if you're unfamiliar with the musical you might be auditioning for, just research it. You... Don't wanna walk into auditions not knowing what character you're even auditioning for or what the show's about. That's a really easy way to show a director or choreographer that you're not interested in the show you're auditioning for. So understand the show's plot at the very least, understand the themes, have a familiarity with the characters it can help you make informed choices during your audition and especially if you are called back for a role or if you have an audition later that day it's a callback that they want to hear you sing a song if you know the piece beforehand even just a little bit you listen to the music on spotify or apple music or you used youtube to research you're gonna be in a much better position than someone who's unfamiliar with the show. So the audition happens, you've done the best you can do, maybe you felt amazing, maybe not so much. I've been there on both sides of the coin. Now you have to wait. And some schools will make you wait weeks, months even, maybe a whole semester before you find out whether or not you booked the role that you wanted or whether or not you even got cast in the show. That's okay, but remember this. While it's natural to develop a desire for a specific role, auditions are just as much about the journey as the destination. So you want to continue to think about the good in the situation. Maybe you'll get the role that you wanted. Maybe you won't get the role that you wanted. Maybe you'll be cast in the show. Maybe you won't be cast in the show. Maybe you'll be cast as an understudy or a swing. Maybe it's what you wanted or maybe not so much. But you have to look at everything with a positive outlook because your high school musical or college musical is all that you make of it. It's not going to make or break whether or not you actually work in the professional world. It's not going to make or break whether or not you're ever going to make your Broadway debut. You can be the lead in your Broadway musical and then decide this is not what you want to do and you go and pursue something else that piques your interest. That's okay. Or you can be in the ensemble of your high school musical and then make your Broadway debut the second you graduate college. But landing the lead in your high school musical or even being in your high school musical at all really has nothing to do with or very little to do with college auditions whether or not you get into a specific school it has very little to do with your professional career the only times it actually comes into play is if for example you're auditioning for a college musical theater program and they want to see that you have at least a little bit of experience in musicals but that doesn't mean they're not going to accept someone into their program of 15 or 16 or 17 students because they don't have a lot of background in musical theater. In fact, I know several of my friends who are working actors who didn't even really discover their love of musical theater until they were a senior in high school or beyond. And even if you don't book the lead in your show or a role in your show at all, there are other ways to make the most of your time in high school and college. And I've talked about this quite a lot on the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, because. You're not always going to book the lead, especially if you go to college for this, when the pool becomes much, much smaller and the talent gets even bigger and more expansive and more brilliant. So before that cast list even comes out, you want to prepare yourself for any and all possibilities and not just focus on, I'm going to book the role, I'm going to get the part that I want and that's it. Because there's always something to do, there's always something to have been done about any situation that you get yourself into when it comes to your high school or college musical. You wanna humble yourself. But on the opposite side, if you're someone who doesn't have a very positive mindset about auditioning and maybe you're still struggling with finding out what works for you, instead of dwelling on the negative thoughts like, I'll never get the part... I encourage you to embrace more positive affirmations that have to do with the audition itself. Like I've worked so hard and I'm so proud of my audition because you're not going to do yourself any favors if you're worried about the destination. Like I said earlier, you want to think about the journey. You want to think about the work that you put into this the discipline, the self-respect that you had for yourself to really focus on doing a good job at this audition. Maybe you worked really hard, you memorized your lines, you worked with a coach, you practiced and practiced. That is something to be really proud about. Even if you feel like maybe your audition wasn't necessarily the best you could have done. Well, guess what? It's never going to be the best you can ever do because let's be honest, auditions are really scary sometimes and very nerve wracking. And so there's always this extra factor when it comes to auditions and it's the nerves, the nervousness, the anxiety, the adrenaline. That's really hard to overcome. And it's something that over time you can get more used to, but it's never really going to go away. So all you can do is say, this is who I am today. This is what I have to offer today. And I am really proud of how hard I worked. And I will say regarding auditions, this is something that I have learned and have come to really respect over my time in the professional theater world. And it's that you have to view every audition as an opportunity to perform and grow regardless of the outcome. Auditions, let's be honest, they're very, very subjective, okay? It's different than if you're going to college for baseball or basketball or football and you have, like, certain stats that you have to hit, certain stats make you look better or worse, but it's very objective, it's not very subjective, and it's not as subjective as theater, where talent is really hard to measure, and it's really all about personal preference, and, you know, that's that's really tough to understand and come to terms with. So auditions are subjective and casting decisions involve many factors that are beyond your control. You can't control really anything about the audition process except for your work ethic and your attitude and your confidence. But you can't control whether or not the director prefers that a senior play the role. I mean, seniority is a thing in in musical theater in high school and college. So it's not something that you can necessarily escape. But really, again, it's all subjective. So instead, you want to look back at your audition and accept that even though you may not always get the roles you want, every audition is a chance to showcase your talent and gain experience. Because again, the more times you audition, the easier it's going to become. So you're waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting. Cue whatever that song is from Shrek. (laughs) Sutton Foster's voice is just blaring in my ear right now. So you're waiting for the list. And leading up to the auditions... I cannot stress this enough. You want to prioritize your physical well-being. So if you're staying on your phone all night and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling through TikTok or, or refreshing your email, it's not going to do you any good. You want to make sure that you're getting enough sleep, you're eating good meals, and you're staying hydrated. Because a healthy body is better equipped to handle stress and anxiety. Again, a healthy body is better equipped to handle stress and anxiety. Now, I'm not a doctor, but I know from personal experience that I am way better to handle whatever comes my way when I actually had a good night of sleep. It does wonders. Relaxation techniques are great too. Deep breathing exercises, mindfulness, meditation, these are so good to help you stay calm and centered, especially during the waiting game. And then of course, you wanna lean on your friends and family. You can totally share your audition experiences, totally share those anxieties and those fears with your friends and family who understand Maybe they don't understand theater or the process itself, but they understand you and what you're capable of. So they're going to be able to offer you emotional support, advice, and encouragement. And whether or not you have that, you can also connect with your mentor. So if it's possible... I highly suggest that you seek guidance from mentors or theater professionals who have been there and who have done that, who can provide a little bit more insight and mentorship into what it is you might be going through. It's easy to explain everything to your parents and to hope that they understand, but sometimes if they come from a background that's not arts-based or theater-based, they can only understand so much. And it's really helpful to talk to someone who actually has gone through it themselves. So their expertise is going to help you navigate the challenges of auditions and the performing arts in general. So stay distracted, you know, as the cast list announcement date approaches, keep yourself engaged with other hobbies and activities. It's okay to do things outside musical theater, especially in your high school and college years, because these are very formative years of your life. Yes, you can be a theater nerd. That's cool. But remember that you can also have a life outside of something that you are really, really passionate about. And You might even surprise yourself. You can spend time with friends. You can work on other projects. You can pursue other interests that can help you distract you from your cast list anxiety. Let me tell you something. Working the job that I have been working in marketing, and even before that, when I was focusing on actor aesthetic, I felt and continue to feel so confident in what I have to offer in the musical theater world because I'm able to distract myself and focus on something else that works a different part of my brain. The more that you can lean on other hobbies or interests or even your friends, the better you'll be and the better you'll show up for yourself and for your auditions. And this will help you majorly too when you're waiting. Regardless of the outcome, continue auditioning for other productions if you can. Uh, Community theater, if you're in college, maybe some student-led or student-directed shows. Each audition experience is going to contribute to your growth as performer and increases your chances of securing roles in the future. It's okay if you don't do your school show. Um, I'm pretty sure my sister didn't do her school show her senior year. Ended up doing um, Spelling Bee at an all-Catholic boys school, and it was really, really, really good. And she was recognized by the state for the paper mill Rising Star Awards, so it's something to think about. It's okay to not do your school show if you can look for other opportunities outside of it. And then, of course, like I said earlier, set goals for your future self, okay? Whether you're still waiting for your cast list or you found out about the cast list and maybe you're excited or maybe you're not so excited, set clear goals for yourself right now. Where is it that you want to be in a year? in two years, in three years, in a year, maybe you want to be auditioning for college musical theater programs, or maybe in a year or two years, you want to be doing your musical theater college showcase in the city in front of agents and casting directors. Maybe you want to be in a Broadway show in two years, three years, four years. Well, what is it that you'll have to do to get there? What is it that you have to do right now in two months, in three months, weekly, daily, monthly, yearly, to get there. Is it taking more classes? Is it participating in community theater, in regional theater? Is it seeking more opportunities to perform or working with mentors that can guide you and push you past your comfort zone? When you write down your goals, you'll have a clearer idea of what it is you need to do in order to get there. And I swear to you that it works because I did this at the beginning of the year in 2022 and I achieved 75 to 80% of all of the things that I wanted to achieve in just less than a year. It's possible. And by seeing it all laid out, I knew exactly what I had to do daily, weekly, and monthly to get to where I want to be. Navigating cast list anxiety is going to be challenging. But with the right strategies, the right mindset, you can thrive, not just wander your way through, but actually thrive in the world of musical theater auditions. But remember this, if you take away anything from this episode, it's that your worth as an actor is not solely determined by the roles you land, but by the passion and dedication and growth you bring to getting better. So embrace that journey, keep honing your skills, and break a leg in your next audition. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to screenshot it and tag at Actor Aesthetic. Share it to your Instagram story so I can see who's following along. If you have more comments, concerns, questions, topics that you want covered, DM me or shoot me an email at Maggie at Actor Aesthetic. I love you all. It takes a village. I'll see you next week.